Nightwise.com calling in with a car cast. Yep, like the great ones, Dave Yates have also hooked up on my microphone in my car and decided to record this little audio skit as I'm driving to work. It's actually quite fitting because the topic that I want to mention today is how to have a geeky lifestyle when you are overly mobile. Now, Overly mobile for me means that I spend about three hours in the car every day to work and from work. I live at about uh, 100 kilometers from where I am employed. That's because I work in the tech industry and I live in a quite rural area. So I'll have to drive about an hour and a half to work and an hour and a half from work. This takes up quite a bit of my day. I also work quite long hours. And that means I don't have a lot of uh, time left to uh, tinker and geek out when I get home. One of the things that I do want to do, of course, is, you know, enjoy technology and enjoy information. I mean, I still want to know what is uh, featured on uh, that, that How to Geek article in my RSS feed, but I don't have the time to read it. I would like to learn about stuff regarding Linux. Uh, or how to mount uh, SMB files or SMB shares from the command line. You know, all of the geeky stuff that we do when we sit at home behind our computers. But because I'm in the car three hours a day, um, I had to adjust my lifestyle. Now, I've been doing this for quite a while. Um, I have been doing long commutes for about five to seven years now. So I've gotten used to it. One of the things that I want to talk about today is what my routine actually looks like. And I'll take you, I'll take you through my morning and evening routine uh, and show you how I devote my time uh, during my you know, mornings and evenings when I'm uh, going to work, coming from work, and how I have actually tried to weave the information age into that while still staying safe. Let's face it, when you are behind the wheel of the car, there is no way that you're going to be able to read something that's online or watch a video. You can try, but you will probably end up crashing. And I think that although smartphones and tablets give us the ability to have connectivity wherever we go and are easily interacted with in the car, it's quite easy to watch a video in the car if you really want to. You can send a text message or an email or a tweet, but I have promised myself that I won't do such things. I will not only endanger myself, and uh, you know, if something happens to me, the people who I love will be left behind, uh, but I am also responsible for the safety of other drivers. If I swerve off the road and hit a cyclist, uh, who's on the bicycle lane because I want to tweet out this greatest new article that I found, 
I'll never be able to live with myself. It's just not done. It is our duty as geeks to make sure that we use technology wisely in the car, do it safely, but still be able to, you know, use technology to our leisure. So I'll just give you my morning routine. Now, when I get up, which is about at 5.30, I uh, try to exercise. Because I sit at my desk a lot, I try to keep fit. And one of the things that we have at home is a Stairmaster. What I do is I get up and I hop on the Stairmaster. I have an iPad uh, and I take that with me on the Stairmaster and I put my headphones on and I take the 20 minutes that I'm on the Stairmaster in the morning to make sure that I've watched some interesting content. Now this is one of the moments in time where I actually have my, you know, my eyes free, as so to speak. So uh, I watch some video podcasts, like for example short ones like uh, CNET Today or uh, 90 Seconds on the Verge, just to get a quick news update about what's going on. Sometimes I watch some uh, longer uh, podcasts, like, for example, Hack 5. Uh, and sometimes I just like to stay informed and watch uh, a TED Talk, because uh, I love the TED app on my uh, iPad. That way I can quite easily select whatever talk I want to uh, listen to and what I find interesting. And because TED Talks are about 10 to 18 minutes, that kind of fits in perfectly with uh, my time on the Stairmaster. It makes the time go swiftly, and before you know it, you've, you've exercised for 20 minutes, and your brain has been occupied, and if you take a look at TED Talks or stuff like that, you would have actually learned something. So that's actually the first piece of information that I consume during the day. Then I uh, do my push-ups, then my sit-ups, and I go downstairs, uh, I have a shower, and I eat breakfast. On the breakfast table, I have uh, my Android tablet with me because uh, I have a Nexus 7. It's quite small and I carry it around uh, mostly everywhere. Uh, and what I have on there is um, Feedly to read my RSS feeds and Aldeco, which is an app that I use to read books. I've been reading electronic books for, let's say, well, five years now. And I haven't read a paper book since. I always enjoy having something to read on my tablet. So while I'm having breakfast, most of the time the uh, iPad, the, the tablet, or in this case the Nexus, is propped up right in front of me and I can read whatever book that I'm actually reading at that moment. So it's time to go to work. So I put my uh, tablet down, I walk over to the counter and I disconnect my uh, smartphone. My smartphone is a Galaxy Note 2 with uh, 32 uh, gigabytes of onboard storage and 64 gigabytes of uh, extra SD storage, which is ridiculous, but I got the 64 gigabyte SD card for free. So that is actually a main source of all of my content because when I'm at the breakfast table and I'm not reading my book, I'm reading through my feeds, my RSS feeds. I can of call, cannot, of course, read every article, so what I do is uh, tag the articles that I find really interesting and add them to Pocket. Now, it's time to go. I pick up my uh, Galaxy Note 2, and on there are several applications that I use every single day to keep me informed and entertained during my commute. 
So I snap on my smartphone, uh, take my headphones with me, and I'm off to the car. In my car, I have a mount. I have uh, one of those suction caps that is uh, mounted to the windshield at the front. So I can easily reach my phone to do controls like, you know, up and down the volume and uh, skip tracks when I'm listening to music. Um, I put my phone into its mount because when it's in its mount, I cannot hold it and like, for example, use the keyboard to type tweets and messages and stuff. It kind of keeps it kind of out of arms, away from arm's length. And I think that that is something that helps me be or have some discipline in the car so I won't play with my phone. Once in the, uh, the car, uh, one of the first applications uh, that I launch is uh, Pocket. Because of the fact that my um, phone is wired to the Bluetooth speakers in my car, uh, the audio from my phone is played through the car stereo. Pocket has automatically synced all the articles that I just starred, uh, that I just saved to Pocket at the breakfast table. And I love uh, using Pocket because um, it helps you get through a selection of content that you made earlier. And if you're bored or if you have to do whatever and you're waiting for something, you don't surf around aimlessly on your phone or check Facebook for the thousandth time. If you're craving for some information or, for example, if you're offline, which happens regularly for me because I am uh, abroad uh, almost 50% uh, of my day. I work in the Netherlands. I live in Belgium and I don't have a con data connection in the Netherlands because roaming charges in Europe are ridiculously high. So whenever I find myself online, I use Pocket to browse through the articles that I've uh, actually marked as interesting or have tagged as this, uh, this is something I want to read through. Now, why do I use Pocket in the car? Well, not to read the articles. Then, as I said, I would run into lampposts and cyclists and other vehicles. But Pocket does have an interesting feature that is called text-to-speech. You can actually have the Pocket articles read through to you. So as I'm driving away, I have already selected one or two articles that I really want to listen to that I just start at the breakfast table. That way I am actually using my ears in the car and have my eyes on the road. Pocket is one application that I use and then there is of course the need to communicate. Yes, there are plenty of geeks out there and if you, if you are like me and you live in uh, Belgium, you are in a different time zone than a lot of the geeks and friends that I know online. These are in the US and in Canada and in Australia. But my morning commute is actually quite ideal because then I catch the guys on uh, the US side in their evening of the previous day and I catch my Aussie friends in the evening of the current day while I am in the crack of dawn of the current day. It's kind of like being a time lord but it's really nice. Now, how do you communicate with them? Yes, there is Twitter, there is Facebook, there is Google+, there is chat. No, not a good idea in the car. As I said, eyes on the road and hands on the steering wheel. But there is a great app out there called Voxer. Voxer lets you talk to people as if it were like a walkie-talkie. You can send a voice message, there is a voice message coming back. It isn't a real-time conversation because you cannot talk both at the same time, 
but it's actually very convenient to do it that way because I tried using Skype, but when you're in the car and you're driving around, you're going from cell tower to cell tower, and Skype has a very hard time keeping the connection alive. But with Voxer, because it's an asynchronous transmission of audio files, it's actually quite possible to have a very good conversation in the car with multiple people. Voxer is e easily operated by just tapping a button, a big button, at the bottom of uh, the application and start talking and tapping that button again when you're done. That is something I can just do in the car without endangering me or anybody else. So Voxer has become a lifeline to do some communications, voice communications, with um, all of the geeks and the nerds that are out there. And uh, because sometimes they're asleep when I'm awake and the other way around, it doesn't matter if we are awake or online at the same time, the messages get delivered. Um, I think that Boxer could be called the ICQ of voice communication. The mobile client is available for Android, for iOS, uh, and, I, and actually for Windows Phone, and I really, really love it. I incidentally also use Voxer to talk to my beloved wife because when I am in the car on the way back and I'm running late, sending her a text message in the car breaks the cardinal rule, hands on the steering wheel, eyes on the road, and uh, I can just send her a Voxer message, honey, I'm running uh, half an hour late, or baby, I really, really uh, love you like sunshine, or stuff like that. I know it's cheesy, but hey. Um, so Voxer is also a very important app. Then, of course, comes the most important uh, part. I need to be entertained in the car. I like to listen to music from time to time, but uh, mostly I am, I've been listening to podcasts in the car for the last seven years, I think, or even more. Yeah, seven or eight years. I started out in the very, very, very beginning when, when, when you know, the Daily Source Code, a show of which some of you will not even remember that it ever existed, was still in double digits. So that's when I started listening to podcasts on a variety of topics, mostly technology. For me, podcasts have always been a source of information, and I must say that over the last couple of years, I have learned so much from podcasts. If there is something that if there is one thing that you want to do to change your life and to better yourself is stop listening to stupid morning radio and start listening to podcasts on a variety of topics. I listen to podcasts on topics from technology to history to, to politics to paranormal things to people who are going to hunt or on a ghost hunt, all kinds of stuff. And I have, uh, not only because I'm a podcaster myself, found uh, it invaluable to listen to podcasts, but I've also learned so much. When I, get at, when I get to work, I have colleagues who are just, you know, barely, barely uh, coming uh, from their breakfast tables. They have no idea what's going on in the world. I arrive at work. I touch down at work. I am completely up to speed about what's happening in the technology world because I've listened to uh, some kind of technology news show like Tech News Today or 90 Seconds on the Verge, uh, and I immediately know what's going on. And they go like, have you heard the, the thing about 
Blackberry and and I go like, yeah, it's this and that and that and that and that and that. And they look at me and they, they go like, how do you know this thing? And that is because I use those 90 minutes in uh, the car to learn stuff and to be entertained. Now, please have a balance. Don't listen to one super heavy podcast after the other because your brain will explode. So I've got some music on there as well. I've subscribed to some music podcasts as well. And I kind of like to shake things up. I also listen to uh, things like Escape Pod that give you a story so uh, and some Comedy Central stuff just, you know, to keep myself entertained, but also to take the time that I'm in the car to learn something. The application that I use for that is Dogcatcher. I have set it to automatically update and download my podcasts at home before I leave. So every morning when I grab my smartphone, everything is already set up and I'm good to go. Now, uh, podcasts are one thing, but I've found that there is, I also can use this time to do something else, to listen to something else than just podcasts. I don't have the time to read. And I love to read. So there are so many books out there that I would like to read. But I can't. Hands on the steering wheel, eyes on the road. But I can listen. So I regularly download audiobooks on a variety of topics. And I've made a deal with myself to listen to one um, audiobook about fiction and one audiobook that lets me learn something. And audiobooks are the things I listen to when I drive back home. So currently, I am uh, reading the biography of Steve Jobs. I've just finished uh, Blink by Malcolm Gladwell. I've also listened to Rama uh, from uh, Arthur C. Clarke. And you don't have to have an Audible account to get uh, interesting books. I mean, there are a lot of books out there that you can download for free and listen to. Just go to patiobooks.com and you can download uh, all of the audiobooks to your leisure. The great thing with listening to a, a book uh, that has a real story in it is that you get uh, really, you know, uh, you listen to the story and part of your mind is imagining what's going on while you're going through traffic, uh, but still you are entertained and it makes time go so much faster. I used to dread commutes, but sometimes when I'm in the middle of a very exciting uh, chapter in a book, and there's a traffic jam, I go like, oh yeah, great, wow, I can actually uh, finish off this book, which is really nice. Um, Podio book is a great source. There are some classics out there. Uh, if you haven't, and you're a hacker, you're hacker public radio listener, you probably know what I'm talking about. Please take a moment to listen to some of the books by um, Scott Sigler, which, who writes fantastic uh, sci-fi horror novels like Infection and Contagion. Uh, I got when I got into podcasting, these were one of the first audiobooks I listened to. I still uh, love them. Um, J.C. Hutchins and Seventh Son, a fantastic book to start you out in the magic of uh, listening to an audiobook in the car. Uh, Jake Bible and Dead Mech is also a fantastic sci-fi book. There are so many books out there in uh, the patio book collection that you can just download for free. Now, uh, I also use Dogcatcher to listen to audiobooks, and the way you can do that in Dogcatcher is by creating a virtual feed pointed towards the folder where the files are in of your audiobook, and you can just browse or 
play through them just as if they were a podcast. That way, I have all of my audio content in one single application. I really, you know, like using it. Now, I know if you say, oh, Nightwise, I've got an iPhone, don't worry. Uh, Downcast is also a very good standalone podcast player slash client on your iOS device, which will give you the same functionality. If you're strapped for time and you've been doing this for quite some while, quite a while, you can use the functionality on your favorite audio slash podcast player, whether that's Downcast or uh, Dogcatcher, to up the speed of some podcasts and some audiobooks. I am currently uh, with some podcasts, I listen to them on double speed. And on some pod, uh, and some audiobooks, I listen to them on 1.5 times of the speed. Um, this is like really pumping data into your brain, and you have to uh, kind of train yourself. It's very, very uh, fatiguing if you keep it up for long amounts of time. But over the years, I've trained myself to um, to actually be able to do that. It's kind of like I always compare myself to being Neo in the chair on the Nebuchadnezzar that, and, and Morpheus is just pumping information into my brain. And it sometimes feels like that when I'm listening to podcasts on double speed. But, you know, that's that. So podcasts and audiobooks, very, very important part of my day. Now, um, there is also the option of creating content. Well, uh, on Android, I'm using an application called easy audio recorder let me just uh, double check because the app is open right now it's called easy voice recorder and I use that one to actually record audio in the car Uh, the audio that you're listening right now is recorded on the Galaxy Note 2 with a pair of Apple earbuds uh, who come with a speaker now they're they're about 30 bucks uh, but they're absolutely worth it great quality but what is more importantly they have a great um, lanyard microphone that is dangling from the wire of your headphones and you can record audio just like I'm doing right now. I use uh, Easy Voice Recorder to record quick pieces of audio which I then save to Dropbox. Those get automatically synced to my Dropbox folder and when I get home they're waiting for me to post-produce into whatever I want to uh, record. So. Those are just a couple of the examples of what I do in the car every day and how I tune information and technology into a very mobile lifestyle. If you have any tips and tricks that you want to share with me and that I would like to uh, also share with other people from HPR and the people on the nightwise.com blog, please don't forget to uh, go over to www.nightwise.com and send me some feedback. Uh, or you can also subscribe to the nightwise.com podcast, which is not recorded in the car all the time. Uh, but uh, we also talk about hacks, tips, and tweaks for cross-platform geeks. Until then, uh, if you are craving technology, information, and communications in your mobile lifestyle, Remember the golden rule, eyes on the road and hands on the steering wheel. You are responsible for your own safety. You are also responsible for the safety of other drivers. You might be very safe, but you always have to watch out for that one truck veering off the road. And if you are on a bike and you see the car veering off the road towards you 
and you see the driver is uh, sending out a text message or a tweet, that's something you don't want to see. As a geek and a technology enthusiast, you are responsible for your own safety, but you are also responsible for the safety of other people on the road. So remember the golden rule. Eyes on the road, hands on the steering wheel, and your mind can be wherever it wants to be as long as you drive safely. I am Nightwise, and this was uh, my little view on technology and the mobile lifestyle for Hacker Public Radio. You've been listening to Nightwise. You can find more articles and the Nightwise.com podcast at www.nightwise.com. That's K-N-I-G-H-T-W-I-S-E dot com. The podcast with hacks, tips, and tweaks for cross-platform geeks. Nightwise.com Tired of choosing between Macs, Linux, and OS X? Listen to the Nightwise.com podcast and learn how to slide from operating system to operating system using our hack tips and tweaks for cross-platform geeks. Tune tech into your way of life and let technology work for you instead of the other way around. www.knighttwise.com You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HPR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.